Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself. I am your host, Jessica Newsom-Potts. So last week we talked about while you wait, right? So we talked about when we're waiting on God, there's things that he's doing for us, okay? Because in the waiting, it super sucks. We're wondering when is God going to come through? How is he going to come through? What is that going to look like? But in the waiting, God keeps us from making bad decisions and he's working on our behalf, setting things into motion, which is good. But there's another part that we spoke about. We talked about the obedience to the word that produces growth in our walk, right? It produces what? It produces wisdom. That's one of the big things. And we can look back and see how God has changed our lives when we uh, get out of that storm, that struggle, that situation, that season, Okay, so in the waiting, God is working, God is doing, so we're supposed to be resting while we're in the waiting. And you hear preaching on that a lot, but during that time, what else is going on? Because if, if, if we're talking about waiting on God for him to come through, there's a lot of us that have been waiting for a long time and nothing has been happening. It seems like we're stuck in that same place and we're wondering, well, how long do I have to wait? It seems like other people aren't waiting as long as I'm waiting. Other people are getting the breakthrough that I'm wanting, but I'm still waiting. It's been a decade. It's been two decades of me waiting on God and nothing seems to be changing. What I have noticed is people who find themselves in this situation, a lot of times, I'll say 99% of the time, the reason why they're still stuck and nothing is changing and they still have the same attitude, um, the people around them are still the same, you're, you're still finding yourself in the same jacked up situation, a lot of times it's because we aren't being obedient. Some of you are saying, well, look, I'm obedient to the word. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But are you? I really want to ask that question. Are you really being obedient to the word? Because if we are obedient to the word, I promise you what will happen 10 times out of 10 is that in the waiting, God will ask you to change certain things about yourself. He may ask you to change how you think about something, how you view a situation. He, he's going to ask you to reflect and to, and to, he's, he's, he's going to sharpen you, right? He's going to sharpen you and he's going to show you these areas in your life where, okay, you're a bit off. You need to change your mindset when it comes to this area. So when it comes to LGBTQ things in general, uh, walking out of it, God will always ask us to renew our mind. He'll say, okay, this is an area in your life where your thinking is totally off. A lot of times we have these misconceptions about the opposite sex or the same sex. These thoughts, these these thought patterns that do not line up with the word of God. And God's like, I want to change that. And we're like, okay, God didn't just change it. I don't want to be an active participant in that change, but just change it. And God is calling us to be an active participant to change if we want to see those results. And so being an active participant means, okay, I'm going to um, renew my mind in the word. So when those thoughts come, I'm going to not dwell in those negative thoughts, but I'm going to remind myself what the word says about this situation or how I'm supposed to think or how I'm supposed to feel about this and pray like God 
please like change the way I'm thinking about this situation, change my heart, you know, and it's, it's, it's coming to God with true, genuine, um, a true, genuine desire to, to want to change. It's that conviction. But a lot of times we aren't ready for that step yet. And so we're, we just remain in a place of being stuck. And that's definitely not where God wants us to be at all. He wants us to get to a place of genuine conviction when we, where, where we want to change. And so I've said this a million times. Sometimes that prayer needs to be, well, God, please help me to hate the thing that you hate. Help me to hate what you hate. Help me to love what you love. Help me to think how you think, right? And it's it's taking a step back and instead of reacting how we normally react to certain situations, it's taking a step back and saying, you know what? I am renewed in, sorry, I am renewed in the mind of Christ. You know, I don't think that same way. So it's choosing not to think that way. It's choosing not to go down that rabbit hill of wrong thinking, but trying to get yourself into that different groove pattern that God has called us to be, right? To to think positively or optimistically or correctly. One of the things that I struggled with a lot was um, misconceptions about men. Well, all men, you know, they're, I don't know, they're, they're, they're selfish. They don't understand women, whatever the case is. Right. And so it's looking at men and saying, you know what? Not all men can be like that. I can't say that all men, right. Are, are like this, not all men. Right. And it's like, well, why am I thinking that about this man? You know, let me, let me dig a little deeper. Let me have conversation. And in our active obedience of trying to renew our mind and saying, I'm going to take off that old nature, God begins to change our heart and our heart eventually begins to line up with the word of God. And then we don't have to try so hard anymore because it becomes who we are. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, it says this, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeliness of God in true righteousness and holiness. I love this. So while we are waiting on God, he is going to always ask us in different areas to put off the old self. He's like, okay, I know you're waiting on me. While you're waiting, I need for you to strip this selfishness from you. I need to strip this 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 wrong thinking from you. But you have to be okay with me doing this. You have to give me permission to begin to work in you. You have to be an active participant. And so many times we do not want to be an active participant. So many times we want to sit in the sin, sit in the struggle, sit in our wrong thinking, sit in, you know, thinking that we're right, everyone else is wrong because it makes us feel better because it's familiar. Change is not easy. Renewing our mind is not easy. But it can be more easy than, than, than being so stubborn and sitting in a place of just being totally stuck, miserable, wondering when our blessing is going to come, when God is going to come through in our life. And so it's, it's saying that our old self is corrupt through deceitful desires. Man, there's areas in my life where 
It's like that old self is just like clinging on for dear life. And it's the deceitful desires that, that, that I struggle with. And I'm just like, man, I know that these desires, these desires are not good. I know that these desires are not healthy, right? But it could be a familiar spirit. It could be something that just is so close to home that, and, and, and maybe you aren't ready to let go of it, you know? And we have to get to a place to where we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we're like, God, okay, do what you need to do and strip this from me. I tell you guys, um, following, uh, following God while being married is so much more different than when you're single. Being single I mean, it's not good, but you could put off uh, being obedient to God, right? And you may feel some repercussions here and there, but when you're married, you feel those repercussions a lot quicker, you know, because it's not just you, you know, you have a family that's involved, a spouse that's involved. And I think that that's something that we don't really think about, you know, um, it's, it's saying, you know, okay, well, God, I know that these things that I struggle with are not good for me, but then taking it to the next level and introducing those things, allowing those things into your family unit is a whole nother ball game. So if you're asking God, Hey God, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I, I want this. I want that. Are we ready to receive it? I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect because no one's perfect. We aren't going to be perfect. We're going to mess up in our marriages. We're going to mess up in our single life. We're going to mess up as parents, all of those things. But the sooner we say yes to God and learn the different lessons along the way, because there's always going to be different lessons. It's not a one and done. And now we're perfect because we aren't going to be perfect. The only perfect person on this earth is Jesus, right? But the quicker we say yes to God and allow him to cultivate that change in our life, the quicker we will see results, the quicker we get out of the wilderness, the quicker we don't have to sit here and, 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 and wait so long on God because it's not God that's, uh, that we're waiting on all the time. A lot of times God is waiting on us. He's waiting on us to say yes. So he can say, okay, good. Let's keep moving forward. God's like, I'm working on your behalf. I got you, but you need to make some changes so that you could walk into this promise. So you can walk into this newness that I have for you so that you can put off the old self, you know, so, so that you can, um, renew your mind, right. And have that likeliness of God and that righteousness and holiness of God. You want those things. You need those things. I got them for you, but you need to be obedient to me. And being obedient in the hard things is so hard, but it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile, man. If we could learn these lessons while we're single, man, it would benefit us greatly. It really would benefit us greatly. But, um, we can't learn everything while we're single, right? We can't. Sometimes we just need to be in situations to really grasp, understand, and allow God to work in us, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. Don't condemn yourself for your mess ups that, you know, the different areas in your life, you know, where you're messing up, where you don't have it all together. That's fine. That's fine. But don't wallow in it. Don't sit in it. Choose to say yes to God. Choose to not, um, 
stay stuck in the wilderness. Choose to be obedient to the word of God so that you can get out of that place of being stuck so that you could see your blessing. Because sometimes the blessing that we are looking for isn't what God has in mind. We think we know what we want, but God's like, hey, that that's not in the deck of cards for you. I have this for you, but you can't receive this until you begin to change some stuff about you. Because if we don't change some stuff about us, we won't be able to receive what God has for us because our mindset is stuck on these things that we think we need and we think we desire. So I hope that that helped you. I know that it blessed me, most definitely. I tell you guys all the time, I'm preaching to myself. Um, If you guys want a one-on-one, if you want to talk to me about your stuff, about your struggle, you got some stuff going on with same-sex attraction and you just want me to hear your heart and you want some help with that, that's totally fine. I would love to chat with you guys. And uh, some of you guys have been uh, reaching out already and I'm so glad to be back at it. I'm glad to be doing these one-on-ones again. Um, It makes me super happy, super proud, super excited. Please, you could hit me up on www.loveatthecross.com and you can go to contact us, hit me up via email. It's um, loveatthecross.rgv at gmail.com. Okay, I almost forgot it. Uh, Hit me up, go on the website or just hit me up via email. And I would love to get back to you, chat with you, hear your heart, and to be able to help wherever I can, okay? Um, I don't have all the answers at all, but uh, you can learn from my mistakes. You can learn from the things that I've learned from. Um, Iron sharpens iron, right? So thank you for that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And hey, if this podcast blesses you, if the one-on-ones blesses you, please consider donating to the ministry. You can go to www.loveatthecross.com. You can click on uh, donate and you could um, you could donate there, whatever amount you would like. They all go to be, me being able to do these podcasts and future events, things like that. I greatly appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. This is an ex-lesbian podcast. My name is Jessica Newsom potts and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.